Let us pray. God, we thank you for the joy of your resurrection that we gather to celebrate today on this day when the Lord rose again. We ask, God, that resurrection joy might fill our hearts and overflow through us into all the world, that we might be a people of resurrection, a people who go and tell this story in our lives and with words that all people might know how much God loves them, a love that is everlasting. We ask all this through the risen Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. So here we are today with the strangest Easter I think I've ever had. I'm talking right now to my iPad, and I know through it uh, to uh, dozens of sisters, brothers, and relatives in Christ uh, throughout many communities, uh, Lanigan and Nokomis, of course, and also Humboldt and Siemens, and perhaps there's uh, some others that I've missed. And it is uh, a strange Easter, uh, but this is who we are, that we are a people of hope, a people of joy, a people who believe that God is at work in strange and unexpected ways. And so even though this is not the Easter that we hoped for, this is not the Easter that I was planning on having, still, I believe, God is at work in us and through us this day. The resurrection story still must be told and must be shared. I love uh, all of the gospel stories uh, of the resurrection, and each one is a little different. Each one reflects a different emphasis that the author wants to make. And in the same way that multiple people might be at the same event and might remember it in slightly different ways, so too the four gospels each tell us something new and fresh and beautiful about the resurrection. And I take the fact that they differ on some of the details is uh, reminding us that the truth is always just a little beyond our grasp, is just a little bigger than we expect. So today we read Matthew's version. And in Matthew's version, similar to many others, uh, the stone on the tomb has been rolled away. So on Friday, Jesus was buried and while he was to have been buried in the uh, garbage dump of the city of Jerusalem with the other uh, criminals, uh, a rich person named Joseph uh, has purchased for him a tomb and brought him in. While they were there, uh, he was then, uh, the stone was ruled to close it uh, on Friday. He lay there, his body, all day Saturday and into Sunday. And then we're told on Sunday at dawn, the first day of the week, uh, the stone is rolled away and a terrifying angel appears. And while in our uh, pictures, we like to depict angels as being beautiful, uh, sometimes, you know, in, in Renaissance Europe, angels were depicted as tiny little babies with, you know, blonde curly hair, uh, modeled after the ancient Greek god Cupid. Um, angels in the Bible are not depicted in that way. They're always depicted as being terrifying. The guards were told were terrified of this angel. And two of Jesus's disciples in Matthew's version uh, have gone uh, 
to say goodbye to their friend. In other versions, we hear that they carry with him spices uh, to anoint his body, to give him a proper burial. Uh, in, but in this version, we're just told that they are going to the tomb, uh, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. And these two women are going to say goodbye to their friend. The disciples of Jesus have been scattered uh, after he was murdered on the cross. Uh, but these two are brave. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary are brave and so are willing to risk it to go and to say uh, goodbye. And what a surprise when they arrive. The tomb has been opened and he isn't there. And instead, this terrifying angel, clothed in dazzling white with a face like lightning, this terrifying angel says to them uh, that he isn't here. He is risen and commands them to go and to share this story, to go and tell. And so they go as they are commanded. And as they're going, they encounter Jesus and they uh, embrace him, we're told. And he again repeats the commandment that they are to go and to tell the other disciples what has happened. And so they do. And I believe that this uh, commandment to go and tell remains the instruction for us to this day of what we are called to do with the resurrection. The first part is to go. So while in, in our time, we can't actually uh, go very many places safely. Uh, and so we are not commanded at this precise moment to physically leave our homes. Uh, we are commanded uh, to go perhaps in a more metaphorical way in this time and to share the story that many people know um, the basics of what Easter is about. Uh, Easter is still something celebrated in many ways. But in a lot of ways, uh, Easter, like Christmas, has lost a bit of its uh, Christian message. And in many ways, that's okay. Uh, but I think that means that it's all the more important for us with the people who uh, we have been entrusted with, only to the extent that we feel comfortable, that we can do so in ways that are loving and kind. Uh, but it is, I think, our uh, commandment given to us to go and to tell this story, the story of the resurrection, to tell it not just, I believe, with words, not just to say that Jesus has risen, risen indeed, but to live it out in our lives and our actions, to live with resurrection hope in such a way that we surprise uh, the world around us, that people uh, look at us and wonder what it is that we are doing how it is that we are holding on to hope uh, in the midst of this striking and terrifying time we are in now, how it is that we still are a people of joy, still a people who confess that beyond death there is something big and beautiful and mysterious and wonderful that awaits the whole universe, that something happened uh, on the a hill outside of Jerusalem two, more than 2,000 years ago, uh, that transformed human history and that transforms us. To go and to tell this story, both with our words and more importantly, with our lives, with acts of kindness and compassion, with living with respect and creation, with seeking justice and resisting evil, with loving and serving others, that these are the ways that we proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope. And so my friends in Christ on this strange Easter, this strange resurrection of the Lord, 
May we know that the resurrection has always been strange, has always been surprising, has always been confusing. That Mary Magdalene and the other Mary began something that we continue today of going and telling of the resurrection. A story that doesn't always make sense and yet we know in our hearts and our bones is true. And so, my friends in Christ, in this strange confusing time we find ourselves in. May we be a people of resurrection joy and resurrection hope, a people who go and tell of what Jesus uh, is doing in our lives, of what Jesus is doing in all the world of resurrection. Amen, and thanks be to God.